Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your seat at the table. What a glorious day that the Lord has made. I know you felt the presence of the Lord as we worship today. We're so excited. I am so excited that, you know, we are entering spring and new life happens at spring. And I pray that things are moving in your life. We are excited because we are actually going to move forward. You know, uh, we sign a contract and all these things uh, for a new location. And so we're excited to move forward. I hope you join us physically uh, when we're open and we'll keep you updated. And so God bless you with all the things that the goodness of God is doing in your life. Keep the hope, keep faith. But before we uh, move forward, I'd just like to take a moment to give you an opportunity to give, uh, give an offering, give your tithe. Uh, giving is a form of worship. And so may the Lord just bless you as you prepare. Follow the instructions on the screen and you could give through uh, electronically. You can send us a, a physical check if you like. But thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you all of you for giving towards the work of ministry because you know this is good ground. And so let us pray as you prepare uh, your offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give to your work. Thank you for allowing us to sow into your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with the work of our hands and giving us the authority and the power to obtain wealth that we may establish your kingdom upon the earth. Heavenly Father, use this uh, to build, to multiply, to bless many within our community, in our church, in our families, and also around the world. We are honored and we are thankful in Jesus Christ's name. Amen, amen, amen. You can continue giving. You can also go to our website. Thank you so much again uh, for sowing into good ground here at a seat at the table. God bless you. Today, uh, last week, I, I spoke to you about having the right attitude or the right adjustments in our life. We we're looking at the story of Jesus there as Paul was explaining about Jesus and how uh, he set the example for us to behave. Today, I'd like for us to also look at the book of Philippians chapter 1. And in chapter 1, verse 3 through 6, um, I wanted us to focus on verse 6. But you, we could read the whole thing, but I just want us to focus. This is the Apostle Paul, and he was actually writing this letter to the Philippians. And, and during the time he was in Philippi, he had a, you know, it wasn't very welcoming. Uh, but yet there were great, uh, Christians that he had established, that he had raised up. He was the Apostle to the Gentiles, as you know. And here, I love what he says in uh, verse 6 of Philippians 1. It says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let's read that again. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work, a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 13. And we know this verse this verse, this parable that Jesus gives very well. It is the parable of the sower, all right, or the seed. Let's look at verse 3 of Matthew 13. Matthew 13, verse 3 through 8. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. 
Verse 5, some fell on stony ground where they did not have much earth and they immediately sprang up and because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched and because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. I'd like to speak with you today on the subject of good ground. Good ground. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, for your word is living, your word is eternal. It has gone through uh, all of humanity's ups and downs. It has gone through creation and the fall of man. It has gone through wars and calamities and illnesses and sickness and plagues. But yet, Lord, your word still brings hope to those that listen. Heavenly Father, touch our ears today that we really can hear our hearts that we can receive in our minds to be open to understand your word. We need to have a revelatory understanding of your word. Help us today, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. You know, <clears throat> here in Matthew 13, we often hear this scripture or this story a lot. It's about the seed, but the reality is it should be told, uh, said that it's the parable of the different types of ground. I want to talk to you today that in our life, um, we could have all these same grounds in different areas. Oftentimes when we read this story in Matthew 13, we're thinking about different people, right? There's some people that have stony ground. There's some people that was by the byway. There's some people that have thorns uh, in their life. But it also could mean that we as individuals can deal with these types of different grounds spiritually in our own life. Let me ask you a question. Isn't there areas in our life that when we hear God's word, it just kind of like you don't understand it and it just leaves you? Uh, there's other areas in life that once you receive it, but the cares of this world begin to choke it up. I know that in all of our life, um, there's certain areas that are doing very well, and there's certain areas that we might be struggling in. We might be struggling in uh, areas of our emotion or even our fears. We might be struggling in areas of our life to be obedient to the Lord. We might even be struggling that our hearts want to do the right thing, but yet, there's areas in our life that might be stony. You know, we've been t studying about taking away the stones by uh, Pastor Simeon, and, and, and uh, he's been teaching us removing the stones. There could be areas in our life we're doing very well, but other areas that when the Word of God comes, it begins to be devoured or it begins to not take root. Maybe that's you today. Maybe that's you in, uh, listening to me today. But I want to tell you that when we're able to allow God to have fertile ground, to good ground to sow in, he's going to complete the work. He's going to complete the work that's in us. Let us look at this again in verse 8 of Matthew 13. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. And it says this in verse 9. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Wait a minute. You and I saying, wait, pastor, I go to church every week. I listen to your sermon every week. I have ears. Uh, I've been hearing. But what he's talking about is when we hear, are we uh, have the understanding so that we can receive. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you right now, there could be areas in your life 
that God is really blessing. I want to tell you that it might not be mature, but as the apostle Paul said in Philippians, he who has begun a good work in you will complete it. Brothers and sisters, you might not... Uh, um, have all of that you need. You might uh, still feel there's areas you're lacking, but if you keep coming and you keep believing, you keep filling your heart with uh, the Word of God, somewhere along the line, it's going to take. Think about it in a way like this. If you were a farmer and you were sowing seed, right, and he's out there sowing, he is giving the seed out to every area of his land. There's stony area, there's pathway areas, there's thorny areas, there's good areas. Why in the world would he not just sow into just the good area? Why waste his time on the stony area? Why waste his time on the thorns area? Why waste his time on the pathway? Why wouldn't he just throw the seed just on the areas that's good? You know why? It's because you and I represent the land. You and I represent all these areas in our heart. But you wonder why would the seed, the, the sower just say, you know what, I'm just going to sow into the good ground. I know where it's good. But the Bible doesn't say that. It says that it was sown all in different types of ground. Stony ground, thorny grounds, pathway where it was stoned. Why is that? Why is, why is this parable like that? It is because God was showing us that because we are created in his image, he looks at us even in the areas of our life that we struggle as good ground. Think about that for a minute. That because Adam was created out of the dirt of the ground, we come from Adam and God blew into Adam and he became a living soul. And so to God, he can redeem those areas of our life that we might struggle in. He can redeem that area in our life that is stony. He can redeem the areas in our life that is thorns. He can redeem areas in our life that maybe it's falling on the wayside. You know, in the book of Psalms says, you know, that uh, do not stand in the way of the sinner. Do not stand in the way of the sinner. There are ways in our life that God is trying to use his word to redeem us. There's going to be one day you say, Lord, I'm struggling in this area. Your word will come. The Holy Spirit will breathe upon that area and it would take root. Brother and sister, I want to tell you right now that you keep coming, keep listening to the word of God and say, Lord, I might not know and understand, but this area of my life is struggling. Maybe you need help. Maybe there's areas that we can help you and remove stones. But brothers and sisters, I want you to let yourself know this, that you are good ground because the Bible says that you were wonderfully and fearfully made in the image of God. Wow. You know, we all have struggles in areas you know, we all have struggles in certain things, being obedient in areas that we're supposed to forgive. We don't forgive the areas we're supposed to love, love people. And we don't love them like we should. There's areas that we still hold on to that we're struggling. But why don't you ask the Lord, say, Lord, I know that I'm good ground that you can sow. And there's going to be air. That's why the Apostle Paul says he who has begun a good work in you. That means in you and I. There is a good ground and good work to be had. Look at Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, 
to give you a future and a hope. For I know, you know what the Lord says? I know the thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. You know what God is saying to you and I, that he knows the goodness that he thinks. Sometimes God, has anybody here ever struggled with saying that um, you have bad thoughts uh, about yourself. You're like, you're not good in this area. You're not good in that. Yes, but yet God says, no, I think good things towards you. I think of good things and not of evil. I think of peace. I think I want to give you a future and a hope. That means that whatever God has begun in your heart, he considers you good ground and you're going to prosper if you keep listening to his word. That's why he says, let those who have ears, let him hear. Those that have ears, let them hear. That means you cannot hear when you're not there. True? It's like school, right? You can't hear what the teacher is teaching if you never attend. You cannot hear what the lecturer is doing if you don't attend class in college. Right? I've been to college. And you, when you missed a lecture, you really got, you struggled to catch up. You know, back in the day, they didn't really have video. You can't just get onto your uh, tablet or your computer. And listen, you had to attend class. I remember attending class as a freshman in college. When you miss one lecture, that was it. Sometimes the teacher or the professor would have this little uh, uh, cassette tape that he would put in his pocket and record himself. And then there was like little digital ones and it, it upgraded. And then you'd have to... Uh, get him to copy it for you. Uh, you got to show up to his office, get it copied, then you got to bring it back to your room or your home and listen to it. That was the only way. There was no video recording. Uh, and then he, when they did have video recording, it was real grainy. It was hard to hear. Brothers and sisters, what the Lord is saying to us, for us to get that good ground in our life, that every area of life would prosper, it is we have to continue to invest in listening to God's word. The Bible says in Romans, it says this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I want you to know today that you're good ground, that the work that God has begun in you is going to prosper. He's going to complete it. All we have to do is have the right attitude to be humble, to, uh, to give up what is ours and to help others when it's possible. Love people. See, when you are able to say, you know, I'm going to try the best of my ability to be obedient, but even when you cannot be obedient on your own, ask the Lord to help you because the Bible says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. There's days where you're like, Lord, I don't know, I don't have the strength to do this. But if you pray and ask the Holy Spirit, who is our helper, will come help you, he's going to begin to complete that good work in you because you're good ground. You and I are good ground because God has created us in his image. But we've got to get that stony ground out. How do you get good ground? You have to remove the stony ground. You've got to remove the thorns. You've got to get the wayside. Don't stand like the sinners and get out of the way. Get the wayside in a place where your heart and mind is on Jesus. But you cannot hear the word of God unless you invest. You know, we are moving into a new location. We're going to meet in person again. And we need you to be there. I want you to be there because when you're there, you become part of a community. And when you become part of a community, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. A man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And so that you and I, together with other believers, begin to build up each other. See, brothers and sisters, 
You cannot hear the God, God's word if you're not there. You cannot hear and see that God is slowly using his word to, to get you into good ground. Because brothers and sisters, there's areas in our lives that's good, and then there's areas that's really struggling. Tell me that I'm wrong. I know I'm not, because all of us are trying to be like Jesus. I remember as a young Christian, there were areas I was doing real well in, and then there's areas that was really struggling. I didn't know what God was trying to do, and I had to res uh, eventually just keep going to church, keep listening to the Word, keep uh, connected with believers, keep listening and worshiping, and eventually that area of my life began to be fertile because God's Word began to remove those areas that, or things in my life that would restrict or hinder me from hearing his voice. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know that the work that God has started in you, he's going to complete it. If you keep on moving forward, you keep on believing, you keep on holding on to his hand, you are good ground. Say it to yourself, I am good ground. Say it, I am good ground. God can sow into my life and I'm going to reap a hundredfold. I'm going to reach uh, I'm going to reap 60 fold. I'm going to reap 30. Brothers, sisters, you are good ground. Look at what, you know, John 19, 30 says. This is Jesus hanging on the cross. We just celebrated resurrection a couple weeks ago. It says, so when Jesus received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. You know what that's saying right there? Is when Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, he had a purpose. And that purpose was to die on the cross and he shed his blood to redeem the fallen world, to redeem the fallen people like us. Brothers and sisters, when he said it is finished, that means the work that God had began in him was done. Brothers and sisters, are you willing to allow God to finish the good work that he's begun in you? Because you are good ground. There's giftings. There's, there's things that are going to help you uh, or help society. Some of you have creativity. Some of you have things to give to this world. But we've got to be able to allow God to remove those stony areas, the thorny areas, the, the wayside areas where uh, we are being trampled on. We, we're not feeling uh, like we're good enough. Brothers and sisters, that removing of the stone will help us become good ground so that we can have a hundred, sixty, and thirty-fold return. Lord, I pray for that for you. I pray to the Lord that you understand that revelation, that you are good ground. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. We thank you for this word. Lord, those that are listening today, let this word fall upon them. Let them really hear that you look at them and you made them that is wonderful. You made them marvelous because you made them and created them in your image. Lord, your word says that you knew them when they were yet in their mother's womb. And so today, as they're listening, God, speak to their heart. Let them know that you have a purpose and a future for them, a hope. You have peace towards them. You have goodness towards them. Lord, touch their heart. Let them, the areas that might be thorny, the areas that might be stony, the areas that is the wayside that has been suppressed and stamped on. But God, you still want to make it all fertile. Heavenly Father, I bless them right now. 
Keep them coming. Open up their ears right now. We bless them. I bless them with your name, Lord, that's above every name, which is Jesus the Christ. We thank you, God, for those that are listening in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. I hope you uh, see you soon, speak to you soon. Just go today and say, I am good ground. I am good ground. God bless you. Have a great week.